The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani, and this is the Rudy Giuliani Show, live from New York. Well, we'll start with Latin. How about that? Falses in uno, falses in omnibus, means simply false in one, false in everything. It's a legal uh, uh, principle, not invariably true, but one that you can use as a rough guide to measuring credibility. And uh, a very short while ago, one of the liars, uh, professional liars for the White House, a gentleman named Sams, uh, who talks very, very fast like a um, disreputable salesman, uh, made an argument that uh, from now on they should really keep him in the bullpen because if you can sink Biden any further, he help, was helpful in doing so. He tried to, uh, he looks like someone who thinks he's very smart also. He uh, tried to, uh, in, in the one case, rely on the her report to say, see, Biden is not guilty of uh, stealing and disclosing classified uh, information. That's what her said. But that miserable her is lying about his lack of memory and his uh, uh, age impairing uh, his ability to be prosecuted and basically um, putting together all the facts from which uh, anyone but a fool would conclude that he's unfit to be prosecuted. He's, he's just lying about that. So uh, uh, he wants you to believe uh, her. Uh, on the theory that the, that Biden is not guilty of uh, irresponsibly uh, uh, massive irresponsible behavior with classified materials for eleven years, or twelve, or thirteen, uh, but uh, her all of a sudden became a disreputable rogue a prosecutor by pretending that Biden is Gonzo. Like, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Well, I mean, this is about the biggest uh, 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 and easiest way I always found as a prosecutor to uh, locate the frauds when they pull what Sam's just did. And this her report, if, if, if this doesn't take Biden down, then we deserve to have him. And we really don't deserve to have him. Uh, I don't care which way you take him out, uh, that he uh, clearly uh, misused uh, classified information, which he did, and this is a Hillary fix. And uh, I would say her is doing a passive-aggressive on us. Uh, Mr. Her is probably at the core an honest man, not like the Biden people, and he's been forced to do something that I can't imagine he believes, and that is that Biden, uh, uh, after all, of the disclosures and the stealing of classified information isn't prosecutable. There is absolutely no comparison between this case and the uh, Trump case. He tries to make a distinction that Trump um, that Trump didn't return when asked the documents. So what? He kept them at Mar-a-Lago. He didn't destroy them. He didn't hide them. He didn't change them. 
they were all there for history. And he was operating, uh, uh, Mr. Hur doesn't point out, under a totally different law. Uh, the Presidential Records Act, which Biden doesn't apply to Biden at all and gives uh, 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 Trump uh, much more uh, control over it and an, an initial right to have them. So now let's go back to Biden. Uh, unbeknownst to anyone, Biden had documents going back, sensitive documents, going back to the time he was a senator. Now, there is no even extended justification for a United States senator to have any classified document in his home. It's a crime. There's no uh, defense really for him to have him in his office except under special circumstances. Senators and congressmen read classified documents in a skiff. That's a, a very specialized room, very unpleasant room, actually. <laughs> I've spent time in them. Recently, reading the Mueller report overnight, uh, that uh, you're not allowed to take documents out of uh, uh, under pain of prosecution. Uh, he's apparently taken a large number of documents out of there and took them home with him. And they're in that group of documents that he never turned in. So you would consider those to begin with, in and of itself, that was a crime, what he did. And uh, although senators are uh, covering it up, when it first came out, there were even Democrats off the record who said they can't understand how the hell he did this. So her somehow has to slough over that one, which he does. But he did it. And then uh, he's he's got him uh, do, doing things like, I mean, in the report itself, uh, he makes it clear. He makes it clear that uh, not only did he have classified documents uh, and they were and they were highly sensitive. But he shared them with a third party. And there's tape recordings to support it. This is what uh, soldiers go to jail for. Uh, I mean, this is uh, this is uh, worse than. I mean, this is. Um, I mean, remember Petraeus? It destroyed him when he was sharing it with his girlfriend, and she was a reporter. He's sharing it with a writer. Now, as Greg Kelly was pointing out, honestly, this happens so often, and these disputes go on so often, that really what's wrong with this is not that her is not prosecuting uh, uh, Biden, but that they're prosecuting Trump. That's really the, the horrible distortion of justice here. Because uh, just if you add up the facts and the time periods and the amount of material and whatever, uh, uh, Bi uh, Biden's uh, taking and using uh, improperly classified material is about 10 to 1 Trump. And uh, in Trump's case, uh, it was all within a process of negotiation that was still going on. Uh, uh, Trump should never have been indicted. They never should have raided his house. They would never have thought of doing it, and they never did it for anyone else. They probably knew about this for 10 or 12 years. The only reason it came out is because they wanted to go after uh, Trump. So that's really the, the, the phoniness of this, because they needed a case against Trump. They don't really have a case against Trump. So they turn the, these uh, uh, 
classified document uh, disputes and problems and issues which were always handled civilly, and uh, civilly meaning without criminal prosecution and sometimes with fines. You remember the uh, uh, the Clinton guy that walked out of the National Ar- Archivist and had the uh, classified documents stuffed in his? In, I think he was a fat guy too. He had them stuffed in his in his pants and his this and his that. And that's much worse than anything Biden or Trump did. He wasn't prosecuted, largely because there's a recognition, and this is something that maybe should change, that we're not careful enough with these documents anyway. And when I say careful enough, a lot of them should not be classified at all. And when you overclassify, it's like crying wolf too much. You you make the uh, you make the importance of the classified document that much less, and you make everyone sloppy in the use of it. So they point to problems for President Reagan with this. Uh, they uh, Obama still has classified documents to this day. The problem here is they're pathological, sick. Distortion of our justice system and criminalizing things that were never criminalized before just to get Donald Trump. They have distorted our entire government to do that and turned it into a fascist government. And this is yet another example. And her makes it clear as a bell. But then he does a second thing. I think he goes pretty easy on, you know, uh, he didn't remember didn't remember when he was vice president. He didn't remember when his son, Bo, died. Uh, it is described in the, um, in the outline as significant limitations in memory in 2017 and then again in 2023. So that's long-term significant limitations in memory. I remind you that in 2023, the man who can't remember when he was vice president, the man who can't remember when his son died, and the man who a prosecutor uh, records in an official document had significant limitations in memory on highly important matters in 2017 and 2023 is uh, probably the single has probably the single most important job in the world. The single most sensitive and the one that probably calls upon you to have the clearest mind of any job in the world for the safety of the world. And we have a, I mean, it really isn't unfair to say we have a babbling baboon in that job. All you have to do, I, I no reason to just replay the hundred of times and, and please don't compare them to anybody else that forgets a name or forgets a telephone number, or confuses a name, or says uh, James for John, or uh, uh, this guy is talking to dead people. And he's been doing it back when he was running for office. This guy told us that he saw Roosevelt on television reading the funny papers. There was no television when Roosevelt, before, Roosevelt died before there was a television. And And just yesterday, I mean... I thought he was, I thought there was a real possibility. I don't know about you guys, but I, I thought there was a real possibility that he was coming out yesterday to do a Lyndon Johnson on us. 
because when 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 I saw these, not not so much the evidence of his guilt, that reminded me of the Hillary Clinton thing. I mean, there's uh, ninety thousand pieces of evidence that he's guilty. Then we're not going to prosecute him. That's you know the Democratic fix. And even when I was reading that evidence, I said, "Oh, economy again, just like Hillary did. You're not going to get away with it. I know you're crooks." Uh, but I was very surprised at how he documented, didn't overdo it, but just enough to ruin him as a president. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. Bruno, he's your numero uno. And when he showed up, I thought he was thrown in the white towel. But we'll be right back, and I'm going to ask Dr. Maria a few questions about this. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome back. Uh, This is Rudy Giuliani with the uh, Rudy Giuliani Show, and I have with me uh, my Sunday partner from Uncovering the Truth, uh, Dr. Maria. And uh, Dr. Maria has been covering uh, this whole situation of Biden's mental state from the very beginning, going back to 2015, 2016. And, and uh, I'm sorry, 2019, 2020, 2020. Uh, so what do you, I mean, what do you tell us as a, as a, a medical professional, uh, what do you, and, and you had, you had in your hospital, if I recall correctly, uh, a facility for the elderly people, didn't you? We had a, a special hospital? unit. Oh, by the way, thanks for having me on. Oh. We had a special unit for a, acute psychiatric issues for senior citizens. So it wasn't a long-term stay. It was somebody who had really an acute issue. President Biden has a long-term dementia. I'm not categorizing it exactly as Alzheimer's. There's different categories under the term, yeah, under seen, the umbrella I've read dementia. Today, different doctors opining, and, and some say it is possible to diagnose it. If you look at the prior, if you look at his prior speeches like five, six years ago, and you look at him now, you can see definite symptoms. Of- oh, no, he has dementia, but what kind is what I was yeah, getting yeah. to. So I don't think it's the traditional what people would consider Alzheimer's. I think he's got a vascular dementia, which basically all dementias take away your ability, your cognitive reasoning and your cognitive thinking. It shouldn't be present. No, I always <laughs> thought there's two Joe Bidens, right? There's honestly, it's so funny I'm using this term honestly with what I'm going to say next, He's honestly a pathological liar. So there's that Joe Biden. The one, the one that you're familiar with way back in way New back Hampshire in 88 when he got when, disclosed as a, uh, I think he was called a pathological liar. He was liar called then. a path, he was a path, is a pathological liar and he had to leave the race in 88. And then there's this dementia part, which I feel, you know, he's got no say over. I have empathy for anybody in, in their families. It's very hard. You can see when Joe gets really angry, that's part of his dementia as well. Yep. He had two really, really bad aneurysms back in the day, long surgeries. There was a decreased oxygen to particular parts of the brain. It was right after he dropped out of the, around the time he dropped out of the presidential race. It was. uh, It was 89, 90, 91, something like that. Yeah. So when I read this report by Miss 
after her, and he's saying a sympathy elderly man with poor memory. I don't doubt he's got poor memory. I mean, we've seen him with our own eyes. In our own experience, we see how demented he is. But Mr. Her should not be fooled that the guy's a liar. Too. Right. So it's kind of interesting. Well, you know, people are going to be sympathetic because he's got a really poor memory. The guy lies at a drop of the hat <laughs> and he knows he's lying. So they talk. I don't know why I'm laughing, but <laughs> they it's talk, sad. Yeah, they talk about how he may not have known he was doing anything wrong because it happens all the time. Vice presidents take stuff. Look at Pence was found with. They don't mention it, but Pence. All of a sudden discovered he had some material at home. But Biden knew it was wrong because in a tape recording with his ghostwriter, he says, my staff will disagree with me, but I think this is my property and I have not right to these notes on classified material. Now, I'm curious, which the report doesn't really go into, is the ghostwriter Deleted stuff. The FBI tried to get it back. They haven't gotten everything back. When do, when was it deleted? Was he asked to delete it? Like, I am so curious about it. You know, was he asked well, by it's Joe Biden? Well, a significant Biden? conversation. Yeah. I believe he deleted notes of the conversation. And this may not mean anything to anyone else, but me, because I know I, this is my case. I discovered it. Uh, Trump's conversation with Yetzenyuk. Who's Yetzenyuk? Yetzenyuk is the number two guy to uh, Poroshenko, who was the president of U- Ukraine. Now, if you want, if if you have a really great memory, and you go back to the Council on Foreign Relations uh, tape where he does the confession, he mentions that name. Ooh, we're gonna have to watch I'm that gonna, later. I'm going to. I'm going to get you caught up on that, and you'll figure out how great detectives like me make cases. Well, I know you're going to be right back. We'll be right back. I have to mention Sandy Berger. Oh, yeah. yeah he was fat, though. He could fit all that stuff. In. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy uh, Giuliani back uh, with you uh, on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I have Dr. Maria with me, uh, my partner on Uncovering the Truth. And, uh, you know, this this was a this was a, like a to me a, a a blockbuster to see someone actually I mean I knew her was on the take and was going to uh, and I'm not as sympathetic with her as Greg is I think he's a disreputable uh, prosecutor for writing all this stuff about how he can't be prosecuted I damn well could prosecute him and I could convict him. And if I had an assistant that told me the opposite, he wouldn't be my assistant. Very long. <laughs> I'd send him for for a remedial training as a lawyer. Uh, the evidence is overwhelming, by the way, uh, and particularly with the, the Senate stuff. And not only that, uh, this distinction with uh, 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 Trump uh, uh, was was um, was withholding documents. Well, so was he for a much longer time. In a recorded conversation with his ghostwriter in April 2017, Mr. Biden explained that despite his staff's views to the contrary, he didn't think he was required to turn in his note cards to the National Archives, where they were stored in a skiff. And he had not wanted to do so, which he didn't, by the way, for four years. Trump's dispute was for two months. And Trump would say the same thing. I didn't think I had to turn him in. So what's the difference? The difference is that we have a crooked system of justice presided over by uh, the top boss 
uh, uh, the crook whose son-in-law is making a fortune uh, help, helping uh, y- your kids uh, to learn about uh, critical race theory and chopping off uh, genitals. And uh, that's a real good guy, right? And, and taking Catholics and, uh, and putting them under investigation because they go to the Latin Mass. That's what we got there. But then we come down to her, and he writes this crap, and, and he doesn't realize that this contradicts what he's saying later. I mean, if, if Trump, if Trump were, uh, you know, refusing to turn something over, well, Biden did it for four years. How do you have one guy indicted but not the other? And how is that a distinction that permits you not to indict Biden? Biden's situation is much worse. But you see, if you, but that doesn't ha- if you're a lawyer, uh, in a law school class and you're doing an honest conversation, that happens. But if you're a slimy little crook that doesn't have the guts to stand up to your boss, this is what you do. Mm. You know, you mentioned earlier about Sandy Berger, who was President Clinton's national security advisor. Oh, yeah, disgusting. He kid. went into the National Archives, took three copies of the same document, took them out, cut them up. And initially uh, lied to the archive staff that, you know, that he took him out. But anyways, he ended up in a plea deal, pleading guilty. He didn't get any time. He got a $10,000 fine. We have an overarching problem with these secure documents. The thing about Sandy Berger in this plea deal that made me mad, too, which shows the, you know, our system of justice really is injustice. He never had to explain why he took the, these documents. It was all around terror threats during the 2000 millennium. Was he notified of, you know, you remember what happened in 2001. Mm-hmm. You were the mayor of mm-hmm. this fine city. Like, were they trying to cover up stuff? Hillary Clinton destroys her email. People don't understand. Oh, so what? She had some emails at home. You don't understand. This woman had emails, high security on an unsecure system, and then she covers up by destroying it. Her aide testified. He used bleach bit. He used hammers. He used everything. And you're right about the two different tier system. Jack Smith right now should drop all charges against President Trump. Yeah, and her should resign. Uh, how about how about near the end on page 12? After learning of the special counsel's appointment in this matter, Mr. Biden's ghostwriter deleted audio recordings he had yeah. created of his discussions with Mr. Biden during the writing of Mr. Biden's 2017 memoir. The recordings had significant evidentiary value. Uh, but then uh, he gets away with it because he told the FBI about it eventually. Eventually. And he they recovered the deleted files. Some. And uh, though portions of a few of the files appear to be missing. And was he asked to delete them? Which is possible when forensic tools are used to recover delete. In other words, they recovered some, but not all. But not so all. So some of it's gone for good. But the evidence falls uh, short of proving beyond a reasonable doubt that he intended to impede an investigation. The That's one- not up to him, is it? Isn't yeah, that up to it, a jury? Uh, yeah, that, I mean, th- uh, come on. Well, he, he uh, did he do it accidentally, or is this a uh, maybe this is a a Baldwin thing? Uh, the gun went off by itself. Yeah, they deleted. Yeah. It, did it delete itself? Just because he is a decrepit old man, uh, and you don't crooked, feel sorry for him. Her, crooked her, and, and please don't do this glorifying of her. As a prosecutor, too long not to go. This guy's a slimy little. Yes, it's ass, a he with the last name H U R. This guy, this guy is uh, so worried about his job, he must be uh, urinating in his pants. 
Oh, dear. So uh, after learning of the special counsel's appointment in this matter, Mr. Biden's ghostwriter deleted audio recordings. Bye-bye. You're finished. Now we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, uh, rely on recreating them. And you get away with it because the FBI can recreate them, but not all of them. How do we know what's missing? And, uh, how come to her you don't tell us the subject matter? You say, you say it had significant evidentiary value. Tell us Gee, about Mr. it. Mr. Her, did it have any, I would like to know for my own purposes, because the guy that you let off the hook defamed me, I'd like to know if this has something to do with Ukraine. Sure. In fact, I'm willing to make a bet this has something to do with Ukraine, and is it highly incriminating? Yeah, just like I'd like because, to know when the ghostwriter deleted that. Was it right away? Was it just a month ago or two months before he was interviewed? Did you inquire as to whether he talked to anyone about it? Did you inquire as right. anybody else know about it? Uh, did you inquire as to what was the reason why he came forward afterwards? Uh, and when you say some was recreated and some wasn't, this isn't about, this isn't a game of generalizations. Right, right. This is about uh, the national security of the United States of America, uh, Mr. Her. Exactly how much was deleted? Is this a 12-minute a, a, a pause? A 50, is it 33,000 emails? I mean, I know Democrats don't get prosecuted, but at least the damn reports can be accurate. Right. Be honest with us. Be transparent. I mean, this guy, uh, first thing uh, uh, the new attorney general should do is fire this guy. I think you should begin a, a case against him for covering up because this thing is a cute and there's a certain uh, passive aggressive thing about here. This guy's angry about what um, I will say this. This guy's angry about what they're getting him to do. He's angry about having prostituted himself. So he's sticking zingers in. Uh, damning zingers. Mm. I mean, to say a president has no memory. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a, this isn't uh, you know the nice old man on the block. Right. This is the guy that's got the button sitting right next to him. Yeah. Gee, if he forgets which button to press, the world is gone. Remember, Biden doesn't like to be questioned. Remember when he was running against Trump the first time, and then they called him Average Joe or something, or Joe the Plumber. Somebody asked him a question. He got mad. Yeah. And another time, he he's like. Nobody f's with a Biden. Like I would have loved. You got mad. You saw mad. He got last night. Yeah. And I, then, I would love to ask let's this do, guy questions. Let's do number four. That last one, number forty. Great. What was it? Cut forty-three, please. As you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian <laughs> material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him. Who the hell is CC? Now, this you got to understand how what what this is about. He is trying to he has just abraded the press for her questioning his memory, and then he goes on to this subject, <laughs> and he doesn't make like a CC is the president of Egypt <laughs> who somehow opened the gates or closed the gates to Mexico. Well, Joe Biden opened the gates to hell. Now, He's you're going to say, yeah, you're going to say, I got it. You're going to say Trump confused Hillary, not Hillary. Uh, H- Haley and Pelosi. Haley and Pelosi. Well, they look a little alike to me. 
Oh. And uh, although, oh. although I think like twenty years at least difference in age. Oh yeah, but uh, what's the name has had a lot of uh, uh, significant surgery? plastic surgery. Yeah, Pelosi did. Yeah, yeah, but that makes her look a little younger. Oh, like, I see. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not a. She also looks like she's scared. Well, because she doesn't have any uh, original parts on her face. <laughs> there, no, I know that. I'm not. I'm not being. Uh, I'm just being scientific. Don't Democrats their, have to go by the science? Are like touching it, the top it has of been their told head. to me by a very reliable source that Pelosi doesn't have a single original part on her face and still works, sort of. You know, stiff, little yeah. talking. I think. Uh, I think um, uh, the other one. Her problem isn't her face; it's her. It's her mind. She may have memory problems, like she can't remember what the cause of the Civil War was. Yeah, she's having trouble, and and she actually thinks she is so intellectually challenged. That that's a difficult question. Yeah, I mean, I'm sympathetic with her. I would have thought, when I did 11 debates, if they had asked me the causes of the Civil War, I'd say, that, boy, that's, wow. This is a, this is it's like an easy piece of cake. Yeah, that's like the stuff they would ask. Uh, a third uh, grader. Oh, ask Obama, you know, <laughs> like when they ask Obama, they'd ask Hillary uh, in an Obama debate, Hillary, why do you have any right to exist? And then they'd say to Obama, would you like another glass of water, uh, uh, Prince Obama? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, what would you like to answer? That, that's the way they, they operate these You people. hear Haley's having a victory party? You know, what, what, 60% of people say they didn't want anybody in Nevada that was on that list of she, people what, to vote for. What's her victory? But she's saying she won. Who did, uh, like she said she won in Iowa when she was in third but place. But they had, they, had, they had a place on the ballot for none of the candidates. Yeah, 60%, right, 60, or more? And she got, no, 67 and she got 33. I think none of the candidates should have. Isn't the, that crazy? I think anybody who can de- define themselves as none of the I wasn't a candidate. You weren't a candidate. You weren't. A, no. We should all go to the party. That just shows they don't want they her. They wanted us over her. Over her. And then she's going to get spanked in South Carolina, no, her own hometown. I'm glad you said that as yeah. a woman. I, yeah. I can't say that. That's a term. I don't I know. Is that, that a New Yorker term too? Get spanked? Yeah, but you can't say it anymore. Yeah. You can't say that. You know? Oh no, no, you're not allowed. You're oh. not allowed to say. It. Now, I told you before this little little fact. It's so interesting. So in the report, there's a thing where, and this is extraordinarily important to me and the evidence that I pulled together long before you guys knew about it or I knew about a hard drive that proved everything. I never had to do any of that. It was all there, but I did it anyway, and. uh one of the one of the guys that was heavily involved in fixing the Burisma case, for which Biden was bribed, and the president of Ukraine, uh, is a gentleman named Yetsenyuk. Yetsenyuk was, if Poroshenko was the president, Yetsenyuk was the prime minister at the time. Question is, who was more crooked? But they they worked together, so. Yetsenyuk would get a piece of Poroshenko's bribes. This is how things work in Ukraine. Then, and I'm sorry, now, I feel very sorry for the people of Ukraine. I'm very much on their side. I am very much against Russia. But I'm also completely aware of the fact that it's one of the most crooked nations in the world and continues to be because the man in charge of it is is the virtual uh, uh, professional son of the biggest money launderer in the history of Ukraine, uh, Kolomoisky. And uh, Kolomoisky is... Brought back from, just to show you the connection, Colin Wesley was brought back from exile by Zelensky. Mm, crooked so, Zelensky. So, so that's why he come. That's why he spends most of his time, you know, begging for money, 
easily as much as he does on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. He's begging for money because I'm not saying the money isn't used for battle. But what do you think? 50%? I mean, they yeah, ran out of I ammunition. I don't even know if it's 50%. We've given, we've given them $130 billion and they ran out of ammunition. They you say think, there's a lot of yachts being bought in Florida that to Ukrainian businessmen. You know, they don't just steal the money. They sell the ammunition. This is a, don't be surprised. It's a crooked country. And who would know it better than Biden? He took a lot of their money. (laughs) So he says, he says, there is a piece here where, and the guy just passes it over her because he's doing a fixed investigation that Biden asked uh, for his staff to give him a copy of a memo of a conversation that he had with Yetzinyuk at or about the time he was fixing the case, at or, at or about the time he was getting uh, Shokin fired. Now, if you listen carefully to the thing that starts this all off, his confession in front of the Council on Foreign Relations, there's a name Yetzinyuk in there, and nobody ever paid any attention to it except me. Mm-hmm. And I know the case on Yetzinyuk, and I really want to see that document because – uh, there's a whole other uh, aspect to this that Yetzinuk was involved in. And he's remained sort of silent because nobody pays attention to the name. But can we play that portion? This, this is the quintessential confession to a bribery. I remember you, going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and... Uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked. I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Hmm. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. And we all know now that prosecutor was investigating Burisma. Yeah, and dropped the case on his son's company and yep. on Zolchevsky's company, who's on tape saying he gave $5 million to Joe and $5 million to Hunter. We'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. And guess what they're going to be about? The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Tunnels of Towers sponsored Mayor's Final Thoughts. Tunnels of Towers, T2T.org, $11 a month to make sure that our most important people are taken care of. Well, my final thoughts today are going to be on when do we get back to just having straight talking, honest, straight out prosecutors and we call the shots as we see them, whether they're Democrats, Republican presidents, Powerful, not powerful. Uh, Mr. Herr uh, was a, was passive aggressive on this. And uh, what I mean by that is um, he put time bombs in there to destroy uh, Biden, which uh, I, I believe in a short period of time, even starting now, are going to succeed. Putting things in there like he can't remember uh the even the year in which uh, his son died he can't remember when he left being vice president 
uh, he, uh, and then of course he goes ahead and adds one to it by, uh, by, basically confusing the president of Mexico with the president of Egypt. That's a hard confusion to make. And he does one of those a day virtually, and we all know that and see it. And and, and in essence saying, if you summarize it, uh, he did all of these uh, crimes. He uh, definitely took uh, classified material illegally. He used it illegally, gave it to uh, to his uh, ghostwriter, which is, is a crime. Uh, he actually did uh, uh, engage in uh, in obstruction because um, his staff told him he, uh, that this was documents he couldn't have, and he held on to it anyway. He never told the government. He didn't get. He didn't give the government a chance to resolve that. That was, oh, gosh, that could have been a couple of years that he did that. So that distinction with Trump doesn't really hold water. That her made, and he's smart enough to know that he did that. So uh, uh, as as uh, uh, my good friend Greg told you, we appreciate the fact that her buried uh, Biden, but I'd appreciate it better if he did it like a straight, honest uh, assistant U.S. attorney like the ones who used to work for me. I mean, the simple fact is that uh, Biden uh, uh, egregiously violated federal law with regard to the handling of classified material, and the simple fact is that we never prosecute it. And uh, probably we could find, if we do enough digging, other presidents uh, or vice presidents who did exactly the same thing as Biden did. And what Biden did is worse than what Trump did. And Trump could actually be uh, legitimately confused because he was operating under a fairly new statute, the Presidential Record Act, which does not apply to a vice president or a senator who doesn't have as much leeway with the handling of. And the real issue here and the real dishonesty here is they never should have prosecuted they started this whole thing by prosecuting Trump. And then it turns out they have worse cases that they never prosecuted. And they only prosecuted Trump because they wanted a number of criminal cases against Trump in the election year because they were afraid they can't beat him. And as more and more of this comes out, they're going to make him completely unbeatable. I, like I said, I, I, th- I told President Trump this a while back, and I've announced it publicly, so I'm happy to tell you. I said, you get indicted one more time, you'll get elected by uh, acclamation, if you can be. I mean, it's uh, this has to stop. Only you can stop it. In November, get ready. Keep working on it. God bless America. And remember, 11 bucks a month, Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Our heroes, don't forget them.